819 on the crosstalk on WICM. Uh, among his responsibilities at Mayo Health is uh, incident commander for this uh, COVID-19 extravaganza. The pandemic continues, but in the lacrosse area, it hasn't been nearly as bad as uh, other places around the country. Our guest this morning, Jason Fratsky uh, th- uh, from Mayo Health System. Thanks for talking with us this morning. How you doing, Jason? Yeah, good morning. Uh, um, we're doing we're doing good. We're doing good. So thank you for asking. Things are going well. Yeah. And and staff, you hear so much about uh, nurses putting themselves at risk to do their jobs because they are dedicated. Uh, is that the case uh, at Mayo in the lacrosse area? Are are all of our health workers getting the kind of support they need from personal protective uh, uh, equipment uh, and testing? And I know that you're uh, continuing to do that out in the parking lot. Everything to try and deal with this from your perspective, working the way it should. Um, at this at this juncture, I, the short answer is yes. We we continue to you know everything continues to evolve. The you know challenges or some of the things that have occurred with this pandemic is just the, the nature of how things continue to change. But I, I am very confident and, and feel very confident that um, we've provided staff, whether it's nurses, um, physicians, and other allied health staff, uh, equipment and personal, personal protective equipment they need in the situations in which they're at most risk. And so uh, we've been very fortunate to be able to do that, uh, be able to keep our supplies up in a manner that, um, you know, we've been able to, to, to not have to worry about uh, individuals um, putting themselves at risk to care for patients. It, it occurred, I got a text yesterday or recently, uh, recently enough that I still remember it from a listener who wondered how many people have been tested and are asymptomatic that uh, don't that uh, test for the disease but don't have it. And it occurred to me that your screening process keeps those people from being tested in the first place, right? Aren't you primarily uh, screening people, getting uh, symptoms from those individuals, and if they reach a particular criteria, then you ask them to come in to be tested. How many people do you send away? Nope, you just have the regular flu. Go home and be safe. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, we certainly do continue to test based on the symptomology that an individual presents with. And again, that's, you know, continue to evolve, um, you know, individual to may not may have an issue with smelling or tasting. Uh, they may have a GI upset. Those kind of things have really um, evolved in, in, as additional symptoms. So, yes, uh, to get tested um, and somewhat based on, you know, uh, initially and although we're doing a little bit better, the number of test kits that we had available, we wanted to make sure that we we're focusing on those with the, with the highest risk, and we continue to do that, but we've loosened that a little bit uh, in terms of that testing criteria. So if you have any of those more um, slight symptoms, uh, you will be tested. Now, if you have no symptoms, um, one, you probably uh, aren't seeking care, um, and two, um, it would be difficult to say that you, you, know, you are potentially uh, have the virus versus uh, regular flu, again, if you have no symptoms, you would not know either of those. And so is it possible that we have individuals that could could be tested positive if they were tested but with no symptoms? Um, the short answer is yes, we have had individuals 
that we know of in the community, sometimes it's related to individuals we do know are positive and family members who have not experienced the same sort of symptoms but also have tested positive. So we do try to test individuals as it relates to, you know, I have a family member or a friend or I've been in contact with somebody, and that's often how we may find out that someone else is positive even though they may not have the symptoms. But um, So that's, that's partly why the social distancing component is so important, uh, to really try to, to mitigate individuals who may not even know that they're positive um, from, you know, spreading the virus um, unknowingly. And, uh, and that's another reason for uh, federally for, the, for the wearing the mask out in public um, to help protect not as much yourself as it is others. So when when you uh, do a test on an individual and they uh, do have COVID-19, do you request that they bring in all of their family members, anybody that they might be shuttered at home with so that they could also be tested? We typically don't necessarily request that all their family members come in. Um, what we really ask is that those individuals, it's more of a, often an assumption um, we've had just a few cases where that's occurred, where people wanted really to be tested. Um, we don't typically want to do that because, again, the number of tests and what we ask family members or friends who we know have been in that sort of zone is to, to assume that they have it um, and really do the self-quarantine oh, okay. for 14 days. We've heard an awful lot about uh the development of the quick test it would be uh, offering results in uh, five minutes ish have you seen that uh, that test is it coming to lacrosse if not a here already um that test is, has been developed by abbott laboratories um and that test is in limited availability uh, currently and it's going um the machines and the sort of equipment and all of that is going to some of the hot spots across the u.s uh, New York, Washington State, Detroit, New Orleans, um, but with the hopes um, within the next, um, uh, I can't give an exact time, but a couple, two, three, four weeks, that areas like La Crosse um, would have that option in the future. Probably, most likely, that testing would be done through um, Rochester for the Mayo Clinic Health System. Um, but again, as you opened up the conversation, we've been in a fairly good place overall as a community with a low incidence, relatively speaking, to other parts of the country of the virus. So the priority for us for those kind of scarce resources, we fall a little bit lower on the on the list, but it, it will come in time. Well, and it's interesting to me, too, that people talk about lowering the curve and social distancing works. Uh, but has, as has been the case with most trends, the middle of the country and, and a lovely, lively lacrosse generally behind that curve. In this case, that's a good thing where other parts of the country are suffering. Uh, Western Wisconsin probably won't suffer as, uh, as seriously or severely as uh, other parts of the country. We don't want to take that as complacency or that uh, it's done in our part of the country. Let's get out there and get back to normal. That can't be the case yet, can it? No, no. I think it's an excellent point is that it's because we haven't been complacent that we are in the position that we are. And to lower our guard at this point uh, could be very troublesome into the to, to the future where we would end up uh, potentially becoming a hot spot should we not continue to be very vigilant with how we uh, keep our 
social distancing again, proper equipment, and uh, um, all of those things. So we, we are not uh, through the thick of it, if you will. Um, we continue to probably anticipate that the peak, um, while we flatten that curve, which is fantastic, um, it really does extend the time period um, um, that we have to continue to be vigilant because um, think about taking a, you know, a tall um, uh, spike up in, in a graph and pushing it down it would um, uh, press out the ends of that graph further out. And so um, while it's been a fantastic thing because it gives us time as a healthcare organization and other parts of our uh, community to prepare and continue to find alternatives and maybe new tests and things before um, we get into a critical uh, situation, which we haven't, which I'm very thankful. So, yes, I, I would implore the community to continue to do the, the social distancing and other things until uh, told otherwise. And I hope that people will take your advice to heart. Jason Fratsky, who is uh, incident commander at Mayo Health System here in La Crosse, and uh, a regular Wednesday a guest to give us an update on what's going on. As far as uh, western Wisconsin goes, tests are being made. Though, uh, beds are available.